and welcome back to Phantom Sound. We are here today with Ashley, Tanner, Brian, Jonathan, Bryce, Justin, Kamar, and Tyler. First, Bryce is going to start us out with a question about sports. Uh, hey, everyone. So uh, there was a blockbuster deal last night with um, the Brooklyn Nets and Phoenix Suns where they traded Kevin Durant over to the Phoenix Suns and this has brought up like a lot of questions for how the Nets franchise has been, whether they've been like one of the biggest disappointments in sports history because they had two MVPs and a prolific scorer in Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant and James Harden. Do you guys think that they're possibly like a really bad disappointment throughout sports? Yeah, I think like they're probably the biggest fall off definitely this year especially with how bad they were doing at the start with the coaching issues and all that. Like, it's, it's almost baffling how bad they went from having three to two to now, like, zero all-stars on their team yeah, when they were, yeah. like, fourth in the Eastern Conference overall. So it's yeah, definitely, like, a wasted opportunity. Um, Me, personally, I do not feel like they're a disappointment. I just uh, – I use – the Brooklyn situation as to show us as fans that, uh, how important it is that your front office and your players are on one accord because when everything was started with all uh, with Harden, Kyrie, and KD, they were winning. I mean, injuries happened, so they didn't make the finals. But then the year after, that's when they started having problems with front office and everything like that. And so to me, that's where everything turned bad. So no, I wouldn't say it's a disappointment. I just feel like um, it's important that the front office and owners are very transparent and on one accord with their players. Would you say it's unexpected that this happened to the Nets from like what happened last year to this year? Um, no, because I, I saw the downfall last year when Kyrie, um, when he didn't want to get vaccinated and how the front office treated him. And Kyrie's he's known to be a little sensitive, so... He probably didn't forget. So I knew all this, them winning these games wasn't going to last too long because I knew he wanted to get out of there as soon as possible. So I'm not surprised. Are you a Nets fan? I'm, I'm not. I'm not a fan of anybody. I just love the sport. Oh, okay. <laughs> and um, follow-up question. Do you think the Suns are contenders with Kevin Durant and Booker and CP? Uh, absolutely. I mean, that's that's too much talent on one team. Uh, yeah, I think any team with Kevin Durant on it is a contender. Okay. It's going to be interesting to see how KD fits in with CP3 and Devin Booker. Like, I feel like CP3 will have, like, a lot of scoring opportunities made with the two of them. So it's going to be a sweet team for sure. Is that all your questions, Bryce? Um, no, I had one more about um, okay. a game that came out. It was a uh, Hogwarts legacy, and it's made by um, same people that made Harry Potter. But like the creator was um, being attacked, or people who bought it were being attacked because they were supporting the creator with her beliefs and um, transphobia. And I just wanted to know if you guys thought like that's fair for people to like you know be attacked in that way because they want to enjoy a game instead of not supporting what the creator has. Do you think that's fair? I mean, I don't understand how that. Um, her belief affects the game necessarily, so uh, it that doesn't make sense to me. But yeah, it, it seems like a lot of the consensus is like 
don't <laughs> don't buy it to just hate on people or whatever but you shouldn't hate on people for buying it just to enjoy it because <laughs> it, it, it literally just doesn't make any sense because uh, of course is what brian said it, like her her beliefs don't really translate to the game or whatever it, it's just and she has like many other revenue sources it's it's not like that's like her sole <laughs> way uh, the sole way of you of protesting that game would like really get to her <laughs> yeah so let me clarify it's they didn't put anything offensive against transgender people in the game they just don't like her belief system against transgender people so they're boycotting the game so yeah. it's not the game it's more like the series of harry potter that they're trying to boycott because the creator has these beliefs so yeah it's like don't support her by buying any of her merchandise or anything from her series. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that that we that we buy that we don't even know. Like mm-hmm. the owner believes in certain things. So to me, I don't I just I don't get it. I don't understand why you boycott it, but I mean you do what you believe in, I guess. You know, yeah, I feel like for them, if they don't want to buy it, that's that's good for them. But like people enjoy are going to enjoy things regardless like when it comes to artists and like digital media like games or movies so you really can't stop the public from enjoying harry potter because a lot of people grew up on it yeah i think um i think one thing is probably if somebody were to buy 10 copies of the game and make it known that they're buying it just to support um anti trans beliefs then you know that would be one thing i would understand somebody being mad at somebody doing that but i mean just playing the game just because you know it's harry potter uh, i i don't know i don't think that you should get mad at a customer for that have you guys actually out yet or is it so because i've seen like reviews of it and like gameplay wise it looks pretty good yeah it's, it's out a lot of people are streaming it i haven't seen like gameplay myself but i know i'm gonna buy it sooner or later i also i'm gonna buy it <laughs> isn't it only on like current gen though it's on like ps4 and xbox uh one whatnot probably sure. it's it's on pc if you have a good one <laughs> as well but yeah uh, i'm still rocking the uh like the first gen ps4 <laughs> so yeah that, that was pretty much all my questions i had right now okay next we have tyler with a would you rather question are you ready for that tyler yep okay so my would you rather is asking which superpower you would rather have would you rather have the power to turn sand into water or have the power to turn air into sand sand into water for me sand into water I'm trying to figure out what's the benefits of vice versa. I'd probably say turn air. You said air into water? Air into sand. (laughs) I'd probably turn air into sand because I feel like you're not even around sand that much. If Unless you're just like at the beach, like you happen to be at the beach and you just like turn the sand. And what are you turning the sand into again? Water. Water. You just like happen to be on sand like when i feel like you never just like are at with sand like i don't know if that makes sense who likes sand 
Oh, can I? Like, is the sand brittle? Because when I, I think when I when I think of turning air into sand, I think I could be like a, a sand sword, or like <laughs> like a sand. Oh yeah, I like mean weapon. you probably could learn how to control it. So I'd say yeah. So I'd be Gara. All right, I'd do that. Then. Never mind. Yeah, 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 yeah you literally think. be Gara. That's tough. I think I'd rather do that. Yeah. Although, what if you're stranded on like a beach though? Then you might want to turn that sand into water, like clean water. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, that's yeah. a trade-off. <laughs> it's really odd. Would you rather? But I, I like thinking of like air to sand as like you're you're using as kind of pre- pepper spray, just like throwing <laughs> into people's eyes and just run away. <laughs> but I'd rather the sand into water just for practical reasons, because I drink a lot of water, so. <laughs> I feel like if I was like a marine biologist or something, and like a whale came up onto shore and he couldn't get off, like back to the water or something, like a shark, I would just turn sand in the water and then have him swim back to the ocean. That's that's like the only application where like I can see it happening, like practically. Yeah, that is true. Yeah, if I get sand, then I think I'll take the air into sand. Did anyone else want to comment on that? Okay, our last question before our music review is from Jonathan. Would you like? All right, so this is more of a uh, topic type thing, but just NFTs and crypto in general. I I think uh, I just want to pull up a a really funny um version because a lot of it is 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 really weird and i kind of want to just get into that and what you guys think about it but there's this uh one nft that was like from a year ago by uh richard karn who was uh, al from home improvement and he had like a bunch of different nfts but they were like more experiences and stuff so he had like one whereas i don't think so tim and it was uh (laughs) you can have a zoom call with him and talking with him and reminiscing in quotes as he as he puts it about uh favorite episodes and whatnot and then they also have uh the tag team nft where he has just a one-on-one collab where you can just have him do some acting for like future projects film projects or whatnot if you want and then uh, a personal favorite uh golfing with richard uh, you just get it to go golfing with them. It's pretty awesome. <laughs> so I want to ask just to like clarify, does that mean that you are purchasing like an NFT, like a token alongside um, getting like the Zoom call or playing golf? I'm not exactly sure. It's really confusing. It just has just a, a bunch of different experiences. It It, it doesn't seem like you're necessarily buying any coin or whatever but it's Mm. an nft so it seems like you're just on the blockchain or whatever with it i don't know (laughs) well i mean yeah that seems pretty cool the the cameo thing this is virtual like like, cameo like because you said we will be playing golf together or like (laughs) talking about our favorite show like does that mean like if i buy the nft comes with a plane ticket to meet this guy and then we can (laughs) Like, do this stuff, like, hang out, like, bros. 
I, <laughs> with the golfing one, I, I, I believe you're probably gonna have to buy the the ticket yourself. Maybe oh, I'll let you. But the the golfing is probably free. <laughs> but the rest of it is like online experiences. I didn't know NFT came with so much. I thought they were just like images or like. I think too. Right? <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. what I thought they were. I guess. I mean, that sounds like it's innovation to me. It's like, um, here's a reason to buy my NFT. You know, I'm, you're not just going to have this like file saved on your phone or something. You know, you're actually going to get to do something as well. So I think that's pretty cool. I think right. it's good marketing. Yeah. Crypto is really new. Like you can't, there's no like old way of thinking when it comes to this stuff. It's like, oh, wow. Okay. That's, that's different. At least that's what I think whenever I hear something crypto related. It's like, oh, so this is a thing now. And then people are getting rich <laughs> off it, which makes me kind of jealous. I had crypto for a little bit back in like 2021, and I lost like $100 from it. It really sucked. My friend did that, but like times three, he lost 300 I wonder if the, the ones you guys were investing in were like, because uh, it seems like a lot of crypto are just... Uh, <laughs> A lot of coins and whatnot are just scams, but I, I'm guessing it's just you you didn't pull out fast enough. I don't know. Thanks, but my, it doesn't, well, my, my, doesn't seem like the monetary value goes up a lot of the time. Yeah. My friend's case was really specific. I think it was when Bitcoin dropped from like 20K to like 16 or something, and he lost like most of it, which really like put him into like a real like sad spot for a couple weeks but yeah okay anyone else has any more comments on that if not we can get into the music i'm not sure who wanted to go first but i'm going first on that okay you can go ahead and get started with that all right so uh a little bit of background um this is the uh what i call it the radio cut where we have uh like a minute of of the uh, song has been taken out, so there's gonna be uh, transitions to certain parts that uh, end a little bit more abruptly and that type of stuff. But uh, yeah, generally, I I just have the the title name as space La- space lounge because that's what it makes me think of, and also uh, in there I have me playing bass in real time there.
So that's it. <laughs> so how long have you been playing the bass for? Uh, about like 12 years. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, since third grade. So that's that's a thing. Although the yeah, bass I've... guitar, I've been playing less, but it's practically the mm. same thing. Mm. Yeah, no, I really like that track. Um, I like the percussion and stuff that you had going on in the back i thought it was really really cool and then i'm not sure if you put like a flanger or uh something like that on one of the hi-hats and it was kind of going yeah. from left ear to right ear i thought that was really cool what kind of bass were you using during your solo because it almost sounded like fretless just some <laughs> of the, the slides and yeah, now i have a just an ibanez <laughs> i don't know what model or make whatever it's just my mom's <laughs> so i just i just use that nice i also have an ibanez it's a gr 200 pretty fire nice things i'm planning on getting new strings though <laughs> they're kind of worn out at this point you should try a uh, flat ones i played <clears throat> flat ones on my bass for a while and i really like the the sound that i got out of it yeah that was really good did anyone else have any other comments? If oh, not- I want to ask, do, do you put your music out on like SoundCloud, Spotify, YouTube, anywhere? So I'm planning on uh, putting out uh, the full version on my uh, YouTube channel, uh, Dragordas, D-R-A-G-O-R-D-S-D-A-S. Uh, but yeah, that I'm planning on making a, like an actual cover or whatever, somewhat of an, a, a pixel art animation for that uh, before I release the full thing. But it should be coming out somewhat soon. Do you guys have like jam sessions or anything like just for musicians all around just to have fun and stuff? I jam with a couple of my friends from like high school, but uh, not a whole lot recently. Yeah, I want to do more jam sessions. Uh, but yeah, the the only person that I've done some jamming with uh, currently lives in PA, which I used to live there. So it's more I moved. But yeah, yeah we we all should try to set one up. Just half of us are musicians. It'd be cool. Oh yeah, definitely. And then we uh, could do you probably play any, so... like IRL instruments, or is it all like? Uh... <laughs> um. I can I can try to play the piano if we're all doing like a jam session <laughs> or something like that. But uh, it, I would probably be better suited like recording it uh, and then sampling it and making it into you know a whole new track. Nice. Gonna you have to arrange something then. Bring a laptop or something. <laughs> yeah. Shall we uh, listen to my track? Yep. All right. So this one is called. Uh, stale bread and it was a little jam session 
that I came up with for a concert that I threw on July 4th of last summer. Um, and I had a couple of bands that I was in playing out of my shed in my backyard. We had a good amount of people show up and it was pretty fun. Um, so it was kind of inspired by some like John Frusciante type licks um, from the Red Hot Chili Peppers um, into kind of a more um, grungy sort of thing in the second half. So. <laughs> Whoever was on the drums was going crazy. Shout out to the drummer. And also, Tanner, I hope you don't mind uh, if I sample the second half of that track because that was really fun. I want to do something with that. Definitely. Just give me credit, of course. Oh, yeah. I was nodding my head during the entire thing. (laughs) Yeah, the... as. As Tyler said, the the drummer with like the drum rolls and different in intricacies and whatnot, uh, really really nice. <laughs> and of course, I could I could hear the RHCP, uh, uh, even though I don't listen to a whole lot. Uh, I could hear the uh, in the beginning, uh, the the influence, but it's very much uh, your own type of take on it, which is nice. Yeah. Thanks. Uh, the way our band works is most of what we do is me and the drummer um, jamming in my basement. And then we'll like, I'll set my phone up in the middle of the room and take like a, a voice memo of whatever we come up with. And then I'll send it to our bassist. And then like once a month, he'll come down and we'll record just a bunch of songs at once. Um, so this was the, the phone recording of it. I thought that was really good. Also very vibey. I'm not really much into music, or at least when it comes to explaining it, but I really did mess with that entire track. 
especially M part where the electric guitar picked up and the riffs. That part was sweet. All right. So I think I'll play my track now. So uh, Professor Runyon has a son, Ryan. Um, we met him before. He makes music and stuff like that. Um, and so what I did was when he told us where to find him, like on Spotify and YouTube and stuff, I went to his channel and I was like looking through the different soundtracks he made. And uh, I just I downloaded one and I sampled it. And uh, yeah, I made a beat with it. So this is that. Did you grow up list like watching a lot of sci-fi stuff? Because everything that you've sent is like super like spacey and stuff, and I love it. <laughs> Thank you so much. Um, I can't I can't say necessarily sci-fi. I mean, maybe a little bit of Star Trek. Uh, I definitely like a lot of like trippy stuff, like regular show, um, Adventure Time, that sort of thing. Yeah, I can definitely tell. I love the the sampling and the 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 synth part where it goes that would that's a fun part <laughs> thank you also the um clock sound at the end was awesome i'm not sure if that was uh one of the samples or not but it's pretty oh cool. yeah yeah so the track was called uh the, well yeah the one that sample was called clocks and so it has like the little ticking in the beginning and so I wanted to keep that in the beginning and the end, uh, like as a nod to the sample. I thought it was really good also and really creative. I'm not like, like Kamar was saying that into like that type of music, but definitely very good. 
Did anyone else have any other comments before we end this? Or was there another song we were listening to? Uh, I think that was all the music. Okay. Well, thank you everyone for listening. We hope you enjoyed our podcast and join us back next time on Phantom Sound. <laughs>